morning, and welcome back to History in 7. Today I want to talk about writing and OER. I've been teaching modern world history at Bemidji State uh, for years now. I think I've taught the course nine times. Uh, a couple of the first semesters working there, I actually taught two sections per semester. Um, they weren't both full, so I actually reduced that to one per semester. When I arrived at BSU, was as an adjunct to replace a professor uh, who was ill. So the courses had already been chosen and the textbooks had already been ordered. So I used a big textbook and I used a supplementary reader. And together those two things totaled $200 for each student at the campus store. I had 75 students across those two sections that semester, so that was $15,000. Beside that, there was nothing really wrong or bad about the textbook, but it wasn't the type of thing where students were getting to the end of the course and saying, wow, that textbook really changed the way I understand the world. I think I'll keep it on my bookshelf forever. Even the history majors didn't say that. And maybe that's too high a bar to set for a textbook. I hope that some of my students will ultimately feel that way about my whole course, but I'm not sure that I expect that even in my own textbook. Uh, but then again, I'm not charging $200 for my textbook. So uh, now that I've lowered your expectations, what am I doing this semester and why do I feel good about it? Well, I began teaching this class by reading the assigned text, comparing it with another textbook that I kind of liked, and with my own ideas about what was important in each of the weekly units. Then I would write a lecture and a discussion and a quiz plan. Yes, quizzes. I do believe there's an element of getting the facts right in an introductory survey. Uh, students interpret more on my exams. So my PowerPoints include a script that runs to about 10,000 to 15,000 words each week. Uh, I usually split that into two lectures. Uh, so once again, this is a fairly traditional course in the sense that the teacher talks much of the time. Uh, Fridays we have discussion days where the students react to the weekly content, uh, including primary source readings. I think this is appropriate in a content-rich course like Modern World. There's a lot that they need to know about the world by the end of the semester. So anyway, it occurred to me pretty early that uh, the word counts that I was producing in the course of the semester, week after week after week, uh, we're going to total 150,000 to 225,000 words. And this is book length when taken together. So I got involved in the open educational resource, the OER uh, learning circles that were sponsored by the Minnesota State System Office. And I began learning to use the ebook writing platform Pressbooks. The first one that I produced was actually an ebook version of my own uh, American environmental history that I used to teach my environmental history course. And that was over a year ago, so it probably makes sense to revisit and revise that the next time I uh, teach that course. This year, I've been working to get the modern world into shape to contribute to the open textbook library, as I did with my environmental history textbook. I have a co-author this time, Tom Williford from uh, Southwest Minnesota State. Uh, Tom teaches a contemporary world class in addition to World History II, and he's a Latin Americanist. Uh, it's been interesting collaborating with someone. There are going to be things in the final text that I wouldn't have thought to put in. 
I think that Tom's influence sort of pulls me back a little bit to uh, a kind of a center line. Uh, his interests are similar to mine in the sense that we both want to make sure that we cover this history in a way that focuses on the stories of regular people um, and some of the people who haven't been included in the past in Eurocentric narratives of empire that often sneak into these texts even to this day. We both tend to focus on the non-Western story as much as possible, although we're still covering an 800-year stretch of time. So there are many of the major world events that are sort of Eurocentric and Western-focused that we still deal with. It's interesting each week getting an edit back from Tom, where he has reworked my chapter and added the stuff that he wants to focus on. I think it helps to have a couple of different sets of eyes. And Tom's teaching the course this semester as well, so he's using the content that he's suggesting. Uh, the fact that we're both writing the textbook while we're using it uh, with students this semester adds a bit of urgency to the project. I think it's fair to say that with all the COVID-induced complications and distractions right now, this project probably wouldn't be on the pace that it's on if we hadn't put it squarely on the front burner. The other advantage uh, to teaching the content that we're writing is that I'm getting student feedback in real time. I have my students annotate the text and make notes on it using hypothesis, which not only jumpstarts our Friday discussions, but it makes it easy for me to see which parts of the text are landing and which need a little bit more work. This type of continuous improvement is another interesting new factor in this new ebook model. Uh, this text can continue to be a living document even after it's completed and submitted to the library. I'll have more to say about that and I'll show you more about the process going forward. But that's all for now. So I hope that has been interesting. Thanks for listening. I'll see you again next time.